I find it almost impossible to believe that you've never seen Two Girls, One Cup. I do make a lot of like sex jokes and innuendos and everything, but I, there's that whole thing where it's like I'm kind of the baby of the group. I'm the most naive, the least experienced, I guess. Blah, blah, I don't know. Blah, blah. You should pull it up. We'll get her reaction. Oh, God. Yeah, no problem. Do you notice that I am <laughs> facing this towards you completely away from oh, me? God. Oh, God. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. uh, how long is this? I don't know. Long Good enough. Good question. Meet over drinks to discuss the latest in nerd culture. Join the rock star, the author, the outlaw, and the nerd girl for Pod Thingy. Yay! Yay! Sing it. I, uh, I cannot believe we're already at uh, episode 27 of Pod Thingy. Wow. That's great. Episode 27 is where we're at. Uh, welcome. I am John, and I'm joined today by Tracy and Hayden. And Blaine. And it's our, it's our Halloween episode. Oh, so scary. I'm very scared. Oh, so scary. Wow. And uh, we, we have drinks in front of us, and they're scary drinks. Mm. This is something I kind of whipped together with the help of uh, suggestions from my bartender friends. This is called an Italian Chainsaw Massacre. It's kind of done in the same way as a Jaeger bomb or a uh, Irish car bomb. In the big cup, you want to put a, uh, a, sp- a little bit of Sprite with a splash of cranberry and a splash of sweet and sour. And then you want to take a shot of amaretto in a shot glass and you want to drop that in. And uh, we're going to do that right now. Uh, again, this is an Italian chainsaw massacre. Are we yeah. ready, guys? Everyone ready? Yep. One, two, two three. <sighs> Holy mother of God. <laughs> Wow. I cleared my sinuses. That oh, was delicious, shit. though. Ooh. Uh, and we actually held off on doing that until the show, so that's the first time we've all had it. That was yeah. tasty. Yes. Damn. Like Did you make that up? Yes. Love it. It's, good. Good. it's dangerous. I think uh, that might go into the uh, regular regular rep- repertoire. I can still feel it going down how, my esophagus. How many more of these uh, during the show are we going to have? I think <laughs> seven or eight, probably. Oh. Right. Love it. Regular rotation. Love yes. it. Yes, totally. This is those... Chocolate, salty. I keep wanting to say balls, even though it was yeah. the pretzel thing. <laughs> These are my favorites so far, I think. You know what we should do? We should do a pod thingy drink book. Mm. Hey. Yeah. Hey. Merchandising. That's right. And then we can have an anniversary show. We do one of every drink. And hey. then we'll be dead. Yes. We're, <laughs> we're, we're forward thinkers. That would be an expensive show. <laughs> so everyone excited about Halloween plans this week? You got stuff to do? What, what are you doing, Blaine? I am going to Universal Studios. Yeah. Are you I'm, serious? Can I go? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have a pass. I want to go with you. No. All right. Fine. 
I'm just going to sit around and think about you going, <laughs> no. Oh, that's true. Oh, it's, and we're going to have a lot of fun. Tracy, Hayden, any big uh, Halloween plans? We're going to be a kamikaze. Oh, right. Yes. Oh, there's that, too. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. That, too. I think all four of us are going to be there. So <laughs> if you're not doing anything for Halloween or uh, you've got your days free, come see us at Kamikaze in Los Angeles. We'll be there. And uh, do you guys have a booth or are we just all kind of walking around? Me and Tracy don't have a booth. I'm going to be on a panel, but I don't have a booth. Which panel? It's uh, Tony B. Kim, who does the Crazy for Comic-Con blog. I'm going to be on one of his. I'll put it on the page. Watch uh, the Pod Thingy page or the Hot Nerd Girl page for that. Perfect. All right. Are we yeah. broadcasting? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I should put it on my calendar then, yes. <laughs> yeah, I think that's we'll <laughs> Tonight, the part of Blaine will be played by Hayden. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to see that, actually. Man, <laughs> I hayden You... <laughs> <laughs> No, by saying you Hayden, by by saying you Hayden, dude, that's scary. That's you, weird. that was an Inception that's, Hayden. That's Twilight Zone <laughs> right there. Hayden-ception? <laughs> Haydenception. Haydenception. <Yeah. laughs> I was trying to figure out how to say that. Yeah. Haydenception. Oh my God. Uh, this week, hmm. uh, "Deliver Us from Evil" is being released on home video. That's the. Uh, is it Scott Derrickson? Is that his name? Who's he's also attached to uh, Doctor Strange and. Uh, I've heard nothing but uh, pretty decent things about Deliver Us From Evil. I haven't personally seen it yet, but I'm looking forward to seeing it on home video. I know uh, very little about that one. Damn it. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. All know. right. Yeah. Good. I'll see it. All right. Did you hear that um, Matt Damon and Paul... Matt Damon. Damon. Matt Damon. <laughs> uh, Matt Damon and Paul Greengrass may be reteaming for another Jason Bourne flick. <clears throat> what do you think about this? What's the next topic? All right. <laughs> I have not seen any of the Bourne uh, movies. That's right. I keep None forgetting. Will you, will you watch the fucking Bourne movies? Dude, you know, hold on a second. I just got done with Firefly. I got lambasted for that. You know. Okay. I, so I finished Firefly. Okay, time out. Just because you're behind on everything just, <laughs> does not give you a pass. Everything. Just, does not give you a pass when you finally catch up I on know, one of the I know, but things. I'm really into Blacklist right now. Yeah. Matt, Matt Damon had ducked out of the Bourne franchise, right? Matt so Damon. Yeah, he's Matt coming Damon. back. Matt yeah, Damon there. I, I guess Damon. there's rumors that uh, maybe he'll come back, and then then eventually wasn't Jeremy Renner? Renner. Yeah, yeah. That eventually that maybe like Matt Damon will come back for another movie, and then they'll be see. Like, I know Matt. stuff. Yeah, and they'll JJ uh, Abrams yeah, it where the they baton. see each other. Yeah, yeah, where they mm-hmm. yeah where they they team up or something. Yeah, but, I uh, don't like that. All right, yeah. Hayden says no. I, <laughs> so, I say no. Did you hear that, Paul Greengrass? No. Yeah. Hayden no. Hayden says no. No. Say no. Uh, <laughs> also, in the world of reboots. I know you're clamoring for this one. I know what you did last summer is getting rebooted. Yay! Can't wait. What? Why? Jennifer love huge boobs. I don't. I don't think she'll be in it. See, her boobs aren't going to be in it. Yeah, it'll be be all right. They're at her knees anyway. So whatever. That was a a subpar horror movie anyway. Yeah, it just wasn't that good. Yeah, it was. It was uh, to me that was one of those movies that was riding on the uh, the the scream coattails. Mm -hmm. Totally, Uh, the kind of resurgence of interest in horror and young teens and what do you want? Yeah. Yeah, I hate that. Yeah, although I did really like the uh, Simpsons takeoff. On it, where they ran over Ned Flanders. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. I like that one. Yeah. <laughs> I about that. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, we've got a lot of stuff we could talk about. I, you want to just jump into the wheel of topics or uh, do a lightning round? What do we want to do? Wheel of 
Topics. Topics. All right. Oh, so we need like three theme songs. I know. We need a theme song for listener mail. We need a theme song for Wheel of Topics. And we need a theme song for Lightning Round. So submit at podthingy. So, yeah. at... Geeks at That's where you can submit your uh, That's right. Help us theme out. Songs. Come on. Yeah. This is your show. Yeah. Uh, let's let's talk about how uh, apparently Alec Guinness was uh, screwed out of millions of dollars by Star Star Wars. How is this information just I, now really coming <laughs> out? You know, what I mean? sudden. I know. The, the, you know, the crazy thing is, I didn't even realize until a few years ago how many like ungodly millions of dollars that Alec Guinness actually made from yeah. Star Wars. Right. Yeah. He was, you know. Um, before the movie came out, he was promised two percent of the returns over the receipts. And if you two percent doesn't sound like much of anything, but when you look at something like Star Wars, that's a whole shitload of money, right? And then the night before the official premiere of the movie, uh, George Lucas phoned Alec Guinness up and said, "Hey, it's looking really good. Uh, the critics love it." Here's another half percent because you rock and thank you Andrew for all your Alleganis. Yeah, and thank yeah. you for all your suggestions yeah. about script changes. Which apparently uh, there were several. Yeah, yeah, and no well, I mean apparently uh, uh Obi Wan in the original drafts were was kind of uh doddering, you know, it was not sage and wise, he was kind of a little goof goofy. So, you know, apparently he um Alleganis really helped to you know, shape the script as it eventually appeared Which on the screen. Which is especially amazing coming from a person who lambasted his performance in it for years to come. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So 2% of Star Wars is a whole lot of money. And then I guess, you know, George Lucas offers this uh, additional half percent. And Alec Guinness, like the uh, cordial British man that he is, said, well, well, thank you. I will thank take you. that. Thank you. And, uh, <laughs> thank you very much. And then uh, a few weeks into the, the run of the movie, when it was making un- ungodly amounts of money already and lines were around the block, he thought to himself, I should get this down on on paper. And so he goes to one of the producers and says, I need to, to solidify that deal that, that George offered me. And the producer said, oh, yes, the additional quarter percent. Mm. And uh, again, being a uh, affable British man, he didn't want to, you know, argue about. So he know. wasn't Jewish, then, uh, apparently. Uh, <laughs> that was that was Hayden people. Yeah, <laughs> I'm Jewish. Record. I can tell the Jewish jokes. That's I all right. I just wanted to, want that to be clear. I converted just for the jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a thing you could do? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, so you know, but like a quarter percent is a, is millions of dollars. And millions of dollars. Yeah, it's millions yeah. of dollars. Yeah. What do you think? I mean, yeah. this I saw this this footage of Alekinus talking about this. Obviously, older because yeah. he's long dead. But right. I had never heard this before. It no, kind of blew my mind. No, and it's again, it's so funny that we just get this now. I don't really understand like how this wasn't popular knowledge i mean star wars is riddled with stories of people getting jerked out of money or you know making a lot of money there's certain cast members that got some back end there's certain cast members that didn't i know that mark hamill kind of got fucked uh in really? his, yeah, yeah he didn't harrison much. ford made out uh mark hamill did not there's a whole thing about how they signed on for three movies like right out right out the gate whatever and and they didn't make a whole lot of money at all and then George Lucas took, you know, everything for with merchandising. So it's like it's it's that Hollywood story that you still hear to this day, but it was happening yeah. crazily it, in the seventies. It might have been happening even more in the seventies yeah, totally. because, you know, yeah. it, people didn't have the kind of 
knowledge of the movie business that you know just the average person didn't have the knowledge the of wherewithal the yeah, yeah. The, the weirdest part about this for me is like i'm i i, I keep trying to wrap my head around the fact that, you know, Alec Guinness is like, I get a call from George Lucas the night before it premieres. And Lucas is like, holy shit, this is going to do well. That was the translation. Yeah. <laughs> Paraphrasing completely. <laughs> or was it? And 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 says, I can do this for you because it's going to this, this is going to go, you know, balls out. So you get another half percent. Again, a translation. Right. And, and <laughs> I, I love I, I, it makes me wonder, like, I. What was that foresight? You know what I mean? Right. You know, that what was that that information? And and that's something that Hollywood is really good at. Uh, you know, the, the, it happened with Guardians too. They 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 came forward at one point and said, Holy shit, this movie's gonna be big. Um and you know, uh but back then, could you imagine like this little low budget movie that all of a sudden you kind of get an inkling that it's gonna be big and it still ended up bigger than it, right. it ever they right. ever thought it was. That just I just fucking tweaks my mind. I was just yeah. gonna say I don't think in the seventies, like even Hollywood is what I mean. Even society was as litigious as it was today with you oh. know the contracts and it. It seems I like that know. was a verbal deal, like a phone call, and like now it's like, dude, I gotta get it on you right. know, signed and emailed and well, scanned uh, and faxed. Yeah, well, I think yeah. you're right. That I mean, society as a whole has gone yeah. a lot more. You know, there was a day where it was like my, you know, I'm spitting my hand and this I is a handshake. Word yeah. is my honor. Right, yeah, my word is my bond. And uh, you know we've moved away from that for sure. But and it, and how how drunk and high on the possible success of this movie must everyone have been for George Lucas to phone Alec Guinness up and go, "You get another, you know, it's like it's the Oprah Mona. You get a half percent, and you, you get, get a half percent. percent. <laughs> you know, like he clearly didn't have to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so while you know while Alec Guinness didn't get you know the millions of dollars he could have gotten. He didn't have to do that in the first place. Like there was no, mm-hmm. there was nothing in play. It was just literally a uh, hey, this looks really good, and we wanted to thank you. So, you know, well, and we have to remember too that Alec Guinness and Peter Cushing were huge, sure, huge right. stars. Then, you yeah. know, I mean, that was that that probably helped bankroll that movie. Sure. Um, so I'm sure, you know, George Lucas was like, I'm, I want to do everything to, to make you happy. I, I, you know, kids today probably are like, who's these old guys? But, right. I mean, they were th- those two guys. Oh were... yeah. I mean, bridge, bridge on the river Kwai is one of my oh, favorite God, movies yeah. of all time. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it's well, and, and Peter Cushing, the, 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 the Christopher, I mean the, the old Dracula movies, yeah, the hammer know, films, the hammer films. Yeah. Oh God. Didn't Alec Guinness think it would, Oh, he thought it was horrible. Yeah. In that interview, uh, when he's talking about this, he talks about, well, I got the script, and I was like, oh, sci-fi, I'm not interested. What I, I forget the word he used to talk about the dialogue, dodgy or, or uh, squirrely or something. Um, but he was, you know, he was like, the dialogue was kind of dodgy, but I kept turning the page, and that's something that you really have to pay attention to if you mm-hmm. want to see where this goes. So, you know, uh, he he didn't think that, he thought he was involved in a little, you know, C movie, really. At that at the time, and who would have known right. that it was going to be? As, no one knew. No if one knew. It, because if if they had known, then 20th Century Fox would never have agreed to give the the merchandising, merchandising yeah. to George Lucas. Oh so. yeah, yeah. Star Wars to this day is still one of those unique monsters that uh, I, that the success of that movie will never be replicated. Well, I mean, <clears throat> to its credit, I can remember being a kid, and I'm sure John, you can too. Where it was like I was aware of Jaws. Yeah, I was aware of every everything that came out. Yeah. Star Wars came out of fucking nowhere. Yeah, it just oh, it was just all of a sudden well, yeah. there was 
this thing. When I was asked to go see Star Wars, it was for a friend's birthday party, and I was like, "What's? I have no idea what this is. And to go to the theater, and it was one of those old movie palaces kind of theater with the balconies and the curtains that would draw back. It was, you know, it was great. But, you know, I was on, it was like in a first grade, and this is like my buddy's birthday party, and we're there with his grandma, and... You know, I had no idea that my mind would be blown and my life would be changed. You just It was just like it really came out of nowhere. My parents were on tour, and so they saw it first. I All I remember is seeing things on TV and being like, oh, my God, I got to see this movie. And my parents were on tour, and they're like, you're going to come up and meet us in Oregon while on, on this stop, and we're going to take you to see Star Wars. I saw Star Wars like, two or three weeks later after all my friends did. Yeah. And it it was, as a little kid, you're going nuts because all my friends were out of their fucking mind. I mean, I, I don't have the clarity of my memory of, of being in the first grade and like what was going on. I just don't have it. But I don't really remember being built up at all for it. Mm. I remember walking to that theater and kind of leaving in, in like a, a zombie state, you know, of like, what the fuck was that? Right, yeah. And, uh, you know, I just third grade. Yeah, I, I don't I just well, it's because you're old. Right. And, uh, you know, so old, but uh, not 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 that far ahead of you, my friend. <laughs> but you know what? Always older. Always. I know. But at this stage of the game. Yeah. Not enough. Mm-hmm. Not, not 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 so much older where you can make fun of it. Yeah. Well, too late. You're on I your, can. You're on your deathbed, too. <laughs> Age wars. You can. You yeah. mentioned Jaws, and it just made me think of something I wanted to bring up. Did you hear uh, Kevin Smith's uh, take on how to. Reboot Jaws? Uh, I did. I thought it was fucking crazy good. <laughs> did you guys hear no, this? No, okay. pray you tell. So Kevin Smith's just talking about how Jaws should be rebooted and Steven Spielberg should come back and direct it and he'll retire as a director if this happens. But he was using uh, Hurricane Katrina as an example. And remember, all the water came inland mm-hmm. and everyone's houses were flooded. Sure. And he was saying if Jaws got into the town, like got into Amity, and was in amongst the houses, and you're literally Jaws is in your house. Ooh, uh, that, I thought that's brilliant. That's, that's freaking scary. That would yeah. be a like really Jaws meets Sharknado a little bit, sort of. But well. you're not really, you're not really. You know, it's not like sharks coming from the sky. It's literally just you know you have right. a hurricane and it brings and it pushes the sharks, sharks inland. Yeah, yeah. People are on their roofs, but and, you, but yeah. you and saw it just it. happens to be a really big shark. And, and you know, I remember during Katrina that that was really scary to me. You'd watch the 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 helicopters and there'd be people in the water and there would be. Sharks and there would be other things swimming through mm-hmm. the town. Yeah, and there was never an instance of, you know, of of horror attacks. Uh, yeah, right, as- yeah, associated. But how cool would that be? Like to Jaws invades the town. You know, pretty freaky. Yeah, yeah. So you know, kudos to Kevin Smith. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, and it adds a sense of realism in the sense is like, well, you know, the original Jaws was just these guys on a boat, you know, out in the middle of nowhere. Where this is now, you're affecting a bunch of people. We're going to need town. a bigger house. Yeah, right, people. Hang- <laughs> people- <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say people hanging out on rooftops. Yeah, you know? yeah. To go from rooftop to rooftop to you know, well, to and, arm and yourself as Kevin best you can. Smith's getting all into this whole horror thing. Yeah, you know, because he's you know he just released Tusk. Yeah, oh, I really want to see that. I've heard it's freaky. It's getting horrible reviews. Horrible. And then he's also got his spinoff from Tusk, which is Yoga Hosers. What? Which. Is funny because it's basically Jaws in Canada, but with a crazy moose. Wait, is Tusk going to be one of those movies that kind of becomes a cult classic? I don't know because like Red State is really not that good. I'm going out on a limb here at the risk of alienating Kevin Smith and all of his friends. 
I don't think Kevin Smith's a great filmmaker. I mean, I think that Kevin Smith has some great ideas, and he's written some really cool dialogue. But, you know, if you look at his... his it, yeah, it's not really solid. Well, I, I, I agree with you, except for he's never pretended to be either. No, it's true. Uh, the, the one thing to, to, to his credit is he, he's always been that guy who is like, hey, I'm like you, and I, if I can do this, you can do this too, right. which I think is fantastic. I, I agree with you, and, and certainly and as he's a— he's uh, hit and miss for me. You know, I yeah. mean, like, I—, I I, and I've I've, t- I've talked some shit too about him being a cheerleader about shit. I I love Kevin Smith. Um, I'm looking forward to Clerks Three. I I have uh, I've seen Kevin Smith live a couple times. He's yeah, really great. Too. You know, public he's speaker. Great with he's comics. got wonderful. Uh-huh. St- yeah, he's wonderful a great stories. Comic writer. I feel like he yeah he's one of those people that really he's a good storyteller. I just don't think he's a great filmmaker. I don't think he would say that he's a great filmmaker I, either. He's I think just, you're right. He just makes the films that he wants to. He's made doing it for the passion you know? of his, and yeah. sometimes those are great, and sometimes they're not. And know? the thing about Tusk that's very interesting is kind of he. I want to see Tusk. He I, after it came out and people were really deriding it, he was like, "Yeah, fuck you guys." Tusk now gave me the clout to get Clerks Clerk Three, three on. You yep. know, hmm. wasn't it sort of loosely based on a true story? Yes, someone made an actual walrus out of a person. I don't think that's true. No, that, that, that's not true. Um, while they were doing a podcast, they read this ad about how a guy or something along these lines, uh, a guy was saying, come up to my place and I'll take care of you, but you have to dress like a walrus occasionally. Dress like, or something. yeah, something weird. Or whatever. And he, they kind of ran with it. So this movie has, has, has basically, you know, is spawned on a podcast. That's why his lead character is a guy in a podcast. And his fans have been a part of it all along, and you know, and he made this movie. So it's like it's like this great sort of not crowdfunding, but crowd supporting, supporting, or, yeah, or cr- crowd almost incepted. Yeah, and, and and again, like I, I, I mean, I'm hearing horrible things about it. I don't care. I want to see it. I was really looking forward to Red State. I think he did what he set out to do with Red State. It just didn't. I don't think his horror chops were up for for what he took on with red state by the way did i mention we were invited to canada to podcast huh because it takes place in canada isn't it canadian yeah yeah, yeah. it's about a podcast it's like one of those jokes that really only hayden cares about <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> it's a joke that hayden made that hayden oh, gets oh oh i get it now nice, i thought nice, everyone nice else try. would get it nice try you hayden. mentioned the podcaster who went to canada wow all right yeah wah, wah. it's My so in front of your laugh. face it's not in front of your face <laughs> it's is that, is that what it is? <laughs> uh, so listen, um, Tusk is supposed to be scary, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know if it succeeds or not. We'll have to see when mm-hmm. we watch it. Mm-hmm. This is the week for that kind of movie. What are some of your uh, favorite scary movies? I'm not a person that gravitates to horror uh, in general. I'm not a scary movie guy. Yeah. Um, I, I will say that I've changed slightly, and I'm not saying it's a horror series, but The Walking Dead, which we talk about a lot, which is with zombies, and it's... I'm not big into the the boo factor. I'm more big into the scary psychological thrillers. Is my thing that gets me. I don't the gore thing just kind of just grosses me out more than anything. Uh, probably two of the scariest movies that I can remember that come to mind are Poltergeist. Yeah, and actually, I, I think I told you this, Tracy, the other day. Poltergeist two, in a weird way, there was this scene where he's drinking out of a glass, and there's something oh, yeah. in the glass. Do you guys remember that, Craig oh, yeah. T. Nelson? <laughs> And, like, every time I see a speck of something in my drink, <laughs> I will not drink that anymore because I don't want some big worm thing coming out of my mouth. Um, <laughs> the only good thing about Pol- Poltergeist 2 is that old guy 
Let me in. <laughs> well, he was just creepy all he on his own. Yeah. Creepy. No, it was really creepy. And then the other one was Chucky. Dude, that thing mm. gave me nightmares. Wait, well, which like, one? Which one? Uh, Child's Play? The original Child's Play? One of the first two. Ch- Child's Play was the first one. I, I yeah. think Child's Play is a pretty good horror movie. Yeah, no, but I just, as I was young, I had stuffed animals in my room, and I was just like, if these dolls came to life, you know, yeah. and tried to murder me, <laughs> I'd be <laughs> fucking scared. I like horror. I don't like torture porn. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not a fan of, like, the Saw movies, but I do really like horror, and I, I actually do like the boo stuff, the, the stuff that... Freaks, freaks you out. I mean, I, I remember that the last movie that really, really scared me in a theater was probably The Ring. And, and it, mm. I, I just, I mean, I, I was like jumping into the person next to me. I was, I was, it was like, ah. that, that chick in the closet. I, I, still, I still have you. never yeah. seen it because I, I, the, the, I, oh. I felt something coming and I blocked my eyes. When that scene happened in the theater, I literally did a kick and a. <laughs> Yeah, is visceral. Yeah. throw my hands out and kick and it, yeah, that that scene was amazing, yeah. Hor- uh, horrifying. Yeah, but yeah, no, I, I think um, the clever horror movies. I don't like uh, scare. I I have certain fears. Obviously, zombies are my biggest fear, so I can see zombie movies, but I have to close my eyes quite a bit. But the freaky doll stuff, I don't. Do, and I and, and small children that are possessed and shit, children like children of the corn. That that freaks me out. But I bet I'll go. See, I don't know about the freaky doll, but like the little kids, I'll go see those movies, but they freak me the fuck out. I'm a huge horror fan, but it's funny because like I, I can get really elitist and I can get real stuffy about it. I'm very picky about my horror. I still hold true that uh, The Exorcist is the scariest movie ever made. Mm-hmm. It just how it affects me. I, it fucks me up. It, I, everything about it, visually, mentally, spiritually, whatever. It's just a fucked up movie. I always feel like I've got to, I, I need to, you know, get some sage and shower after watching that. <laughs> um, my yeah. my favorite horror movie ever is Halloween. Um, I don't the original, obviously, because the Rob Zombie piece of shit shouldn't even be mentioned. Um, so, how do you feel about the Rob Zombie remake? <laughs> <laughs> and don't get me started about the second one. Um, I'm a huge fan of the original Nightmare on Elm Street. I think that's that's a, a, a great visceral. Uh, fucking creep fest um speaking with todd uh a past show the strangers is one of my favorite recent horror movies yeah uh, recent horror uh has been hit hit and miss for me that's the thing like recent horror is very hard like i like i was very um very excited about your next yeah because it had it took two years to get so the one with the animal masks? Yeah. The, okay. Yeah. Uh, everyone was talking about how that was the next great horror movie. Shit. Absolute yeah. shit. Um, yeah. That's where I get really... That's, this is where I get, you know, uh, elitist again. And there's other movies. The, the Conjuring, everyone was crazy about. I thought that was lame. You know, Paranormal Activity, the first one was fun. I, I didn't get a whole lot out of it. Blair Rich Project, seeing it two weeks before it ever came out, I, I was, my mind was blown over that. Yeah. yeah. After following the viral thing on, uh, on well, the concept yeah. of it, yeah, it's just amazing. I, I, I can actually, I can actually for that. I remember. God, I watched it a couple times. You know, since it still fucks me up. They did that so well. It just sucks that found footage has turned into what it is. Yeah. So it's hard to go back and watch stuff like that. But I, I, I still think it's a brilliant film. One of the more the more recent uh, horror movies that really turned me on was VHS. I, I thought VHS was a great um, 
take on the on the on the found footage yeah um i'm really into like i saw the devil you know like some of the um japanese uh which definitely can be considered torture porn audition oh god auditions crazy yeah and um old boy uh it is an incredible movie would you consider that horror old boy not really but it's it's what it's classified under yeah um uh, you see that's what i wrestle with a lot is uh you know and i get this a lot um you know, uh, promoting the book because, you know, my book is, for lack of a better category, is horror. And I, f- you know, I I tell people that that's, you know, I write horror, supernatural thrillers, what whatnot. What I get a lot when, especially at conventions, is that people come up and go, oh, I don't I don't like horror. And then I'll name some some books and movies that it might be similar to. And they're like, oh, I like all of that. So it's really weird that people have a very specific idea of what horror is. Yeah, well, that's your fault because your, <laughs> your book is like five different genres. <laughs> well, fine. <laughs> kind of like, like Outlander. It's hard to classify. Anything that's hard to classify, you get kind of lost because... Don't mention lost. <laughs> Fuck you. Well played. Well played. <laughs> Society wants you to be in, in a section. They want you to be pocketed. So while my book, for example, Getty's Moon, might start out as as like a, kind of a, a, a supernatural mystery, it evolves and it, it you know it, it kind of goes on different paths. You know, I think that a lot of people have an idea that horror is slasher, it's uh, blood, it's gore, and to me, some of the scariest movies of all time are bloodless. You know, I mean, that's, Halloween has no blood in it, whatsoever. right? And and still to this day, one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, I think about the movies that have come out, you know, in 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 recent times, and like one of the the ones that I feel is underrated is the uh, the Woman in Black with uh, Daniel Radcliffe. Oh, I haven't mm-hmm. seen that yet. And it's, it, I think, you know, I heard all this horrible stuff when it came out. Oh, it's just horrible. It's so bad. It's so boring. And I went, and I went. This is a real good classic tale yeah. of the macabre. Mm-hmm. And I I think that people sometimes are so specifically tuned to what they're going to see that they're going to get. You know, a slasher flick or they're going to get a bunch of jump scares or they're going to get, you know, and so that when when a movie doesn't move as fast as they want to or it doesn't go in exactly the direction that they expect, they tune out or they they're bored. It's like the ADD society a little Mm -hmm. bit, you know, so um, but that's one that I really, you know, in recent memory that I really thought was pretty cool. You know, it's like it it's a slow burn and it's creepy and it's just like old school, you know? Did you, anybody oh. see Cabin in the Woods? Yeah. Oh, oh, yes. I was say, yes. No, you just stole it from me. I know. I was going to say, the, my, my favorite is the the one that mixes comedy with it. So like the original right. Evil Dead, Evil Dead 2, Army of Darkness, Cabin right. in the Woods, the one that just came out, the only the director's cut though, with the girl from Big Fish and where, oh, what was it? Um, and there was like the creepy old gypsy lady. Oh, uh, oh from, from, uh, no. Drag uh, Me to Hell. Drag, drag Me to, to Hell. hell. But mm-hmm. the only the director's Ramey, cut. Yeah, yeah right, the director's yeah. cut. But those are the ones that I really like. I, I, it's kind of like the Joss Whedon thing, like the, well, that's the sort of, yeah, get them, get them, get them. Then, but by God, make them laugh. You know? I, I, I just recently watched uh, a couple nights ago um, an American Werewolf in London again. One of my favorites. Yeah, and as far as I remember, as being a kid, like that was one of the first, um, like higher budget um, horror comedies. Yes, to come out, and it and it. It changed the landscape at that time, you know, yeah. and, and of course that would happen again later, um, you know, every fucking 10, 15 years, yeah. you know, we, we, we experienced it with Scream and yeah, Scream. whatever, but American Marvel is such a great, great movie. 
Um, and the werewolf transition, I remember the first time I saw it as a kid. Up. It's yeah. still holds up. Yeah. Oh, God, it's you, so good. You know, you were talking about the, the, the viral thing with the, the Blair Witch, with the kind of the first-person video. One that really recent times that scared the crap out of me. I don't know if you guys saw um, The Fourth Kind with Mila jo- Jovovich. I saw it. I didn't um, like it. God, I hated it. Well, you oh. know what's funny? Because uh, the way it was recommended to me was like, this is based on a true story. Right. So I saw it, and I'm I'm looking at it, and I'm like, we were like locking, like shutting the shutters on the thing, and we were like Googling See, and that's you know, what everything. pissed me off about it, is like, I think that would have been a great flick had it not, it's obviously not based on, on anything true, well, and it's, it's obviously, it, it tries to trick you into thinking into well, you know what, what you're watching. You know what true. they did? Like people disappeared in Alaska. There was like I guess several people did disappear, but they just connected it. Right, to, right. It's kind of yeah. like the, the I mean, and I actually like this flick, but it's kind of mm-hmm. like the Mothman prophecies. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, it's like the the kernel of the idea of the true story, but you know, most of the stuff that happens in the in the movie is is way it's it's way yeah yeah no uh, the, the 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 Mothman prophecies original story was like over the course of twelve days right you know and I mean the whole bridge thing is just that really fucking happened yeah but everything they spun in the movie just went on and, and, and on. I really I really like that movie yeah, I feel like too. it's a movie that bring, builds tension yeah. I feel like it's a movie that has suspense yeah it could have been shorter yeah well it's but it's cre- it's got a good creep factor for mm-hmm. me which is what I like yeah. Um, you know, but uh, you know, to say it's based on a true story is just—it's one of those things. Where it's like, you know, what would be scarier in a, like a in a development meeting is to say like, hey, we should put based on a true story in here, and it's like it's bullshit. It, and it happens a lot. Didn't mm-hmm. you say that like uh, Annabelle is based on a true story? It, yeah, it actually is. Um, I'm but, gonna, I gotta paraphrase a lot of this shit because the story is is kind of nuts, but. Annab- Annabelle's a, a, a sequel to uh, uh, the Conjuring. The Conjuring, yeah. right? And it deals with a doll, fucking creepy ass doll. Okay, uh, yeah, one yeah, of the creepiest dolls that. I've ever fucking seen. <laughs> but what's funny is the real one. I'm, I'm going to show everyone it's here. Like a raggedy it Ann. looks like Raggedy Ann. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the real one. Okay, it's now locked up in a museum, a, a, like a paranormal museum. It's locked up with a sign that says "Do not open." The, you know, do not break into this because. All, like the shit that surrounds this doll is has been pretty horrific. It was given as a birthday gift um, to a little girl, and basically, uh, you know, I'm squishing this down. Um, she kept moving. They kept they find they found that she kept moving nope. over all the nope. place, nope. and then they would find her like with hands crossed and legs crossed, and then she started writing "Help no, us" no, um, no, in a child's, no. and they figured out they, they had <laughs> some woman came in and figured out that she was she was. <laughs> uh, taken over by a dead seven-year-old girl, and it and apparently it got so fucking nuts <laughs> that she had to get shipped off to this paranormal museum. Um, Did anybody die? Uh, that is a that's very interesting. You say that they there, there's oh, God, John, stop. <laughs> 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 there, there are reports that people did. Those also have been recanted. And did you just call him Joe? Face. Joe. <laughs> Joe. I keep going to the Krusty, uh, the Simpsons episode with the Krusty the Clown episode oh, where the doll comes what alive. You... But dude, that, <laughs> look, that's, no. the, that's the movie one. She's fucking creepier than no, shit. Uh, uh, I, no. Have I told my doll story? No, you haven't. No? You said you had one, yeah. Oh, okay. So this is why I don't like creepy dolls, aside from the fact that they're just really Dude, creepy. by the way, I am I am almost afraid as afraid of dolls as I am spiders. Oh so. God, they're horrific. But what about I'm, spider dolls? 
Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So for the longest time, there was this lumpy pillowcase shoved in the back of my closet up on the shelf. John, I will beat you in the face. <laughs> And will you please move that off the screen? Sorry, sorry. Yes. No, there's this lumpy ah, pillowcase. Ah, shit. There it is again. What's her number? I'm just going to turn in this direction and tell my story. <laughs> okay. Right. Is sorry, she single? Sorry. It's done. So, it's done. Okay, so there's this lumpy pillowcase. I could never reach it, but I always wondered what it was. And I'd ask my parents, and they would never tell me what it was. But it was in my closet <laughs> because I was a girl. Your I knew that sucked. much. I Yes, I knew that much. So that John... John, oh God, I hate you! It's like it's like the the, the Sarah Michelle Gellar was like, Whoa. I'm just like gonna kill you people. Anyway, finally I got big enough to where I could pull up a chair and put, yank this thing down, and there was a knot tied in it even. So I untied the knot, I open it up, and there's like body parts, like dismembered doll body parts. I what? okay, so the so I kind of kind of reach it, I kind of shake it around, and there's like the head, right? And I can see that the eyes are not in the head. They're in, they're like rolling around in the back of the skull. So then all of a sudden, both of the eyes stop and look at me straight through the eye sockets. And they're not even because they have like little bits of like concrete and shit from where they were glued in the back of the head. And they both stop and they like stare at me. And I screamed. I put this thing back together and I shoved it in the back of my closet. And I never looked at it again. So I went up to Boise for... Tree City Comic Con. This was like a, two weeks ago. And my stepmom has a creepy doll. And every time I go and hang out up there, I close the doors to this room because this doll like hangs out on the floor and like stands there and guards this room. And so I might, so I told, told my dad, I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to stay in that room. I'm going to stay in the other room. He's like, why? I'm like, because the doll. And he's so then he's like, remember this doll? It's like, a, the, he calls it the Tessin doll. And he starts, he pulls it out. He tapes the eyeballs together and puts them on this wire thing. And he's, like, sending me pictures of, like, the, the doll has fucking pointed teeth. Why does a doll have pointed teeth? I should show you a picture of this thing. I have it. It's no. crazy. The eyes are in there. Their eyes are on this wire thing completely separate. I, oh, no. Nope. The hair is, like, all crazy, like, cut off in chunks. Holy shit. Do you ever, do you ever see the uh, Night Gallery episode with the fucking doll, in the, which you just described? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Probably not. But check this out. Check the no, 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 no. This will freak you the fuck out. I don't out. think I want to be freaked the fuck out. No, you do. I don't think I want this to be This is the Halloween episode, Blaine. I don't think I want to be freaked okay. the fuck out. Oh, uh, fuck that. No. Do you see how it's dismembered? Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. dismembered. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. looks like um the eyes look like Johnny Five. Is alive. <laughs> is alive. I need more input. They do kind more of. More Disassemble? Yeah. No, disassemble, Johnny Five. No, I, disassemble. I have them. Oh, fuck. Yeah. No, I don't like that. I don't, yep. like, yeah, yeah. I don't like that. Apparently, some, like somebody that. did yeah. disassemble. Dead. And Jonette? then right before Dead? I'm going to go to bed, he sends me another one of just her teeth, and he's like, sweet dreams. Oh. I'm like, are you kidding me, Dad? You had some fucked wow. up family members. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. H. So are you saying that Annabelle really is based on a true story? Is it just a gonna kernel? Uh, no. If you go on, on the web, they, they they show they show that you know the, the differences between like the family doesn't exist and all that stuff. But that but apparently the doll absolutely. So again, exists. it's a kernel. It's, it's a, a kernel. And yeah. is the real doll's name Annabelle? Uh, yes. Oh wow. Yeah, and she's famous. Like, Ugh. What other movies are like that? One of the most famous ones I can think of is like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which is kind of based on what Ed, Ed Gain. Ed Gain, yeah. But, uh, again, but there was no barbecue. It's a kernel. It's a kernel yeah, of an kernel, idea, right? Yeah. Are any of them really based on true stories? Exorcist was supposedly based on a true story, An- with, uh, which Annabelle. actually, 
Yeah, Amityville's been proven a complete and utter hoax. But they thought that it was a true story. No, no, nope. okay, no. Nope. People mind. have come forward and, and said that it was a conspiracy oh, wow. with with the the Lutzes to make some money. Wow, which is why I don't understand how more movies can get made. But The Exorcist was based on a on a story that happened, um, and the the kid who got possessed was, um, if you believe in that sort of thing, was a boy. And he died. Yeah, he died oh, wow. during the exorcism. That's actually fairly well documented. Yeah, but wow. there's so there's that. Um, the uh, the strangers that we talked about earlier right. is said to be based on Cabin Twenty Eight, which was um, a family that got completely massacred uh, in this. Jesus. Yeah, it, actually, the story of Cabin Twenty Eight is far more horrific than the strangers. Even though The Strangers is fucking one of my favorite horror movies of of recent years, and and it bears no resemblance at all whatsoever, but um they uh, they said that that was based on a true story. You know what movie I just saw recently hmm. um, was a movie called Don't Blink, with uh, with Weeping Angels uh, with uh, Mina Servari and hmm. um, uh, from nine hundred two one zero. His dating Megan Fox. His name is oh Brian Austin uh, Green. Brian Austin Green. Yeah. I almost hit him and with you, my you, car. And, <laughs> <laughs> and what you should have you should have yeah. been successful. And you know what? You know how um, you should go see it. Uh, never. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was horrible. It was the one of the worst uh, uh, recent of recent memory uh, that I I can. The whole I, uh, the whole premise of the movie is what if people around you just start disappearing? You know what's scary about someone just disappearing? Hmm. Nothing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean it's I mean it's. I'm sure if it was in real life and someone just started disappearing around you, that would be freaky. In a movie, it's just like, oh, they're gone. I'm freaked out. And that's it. I, I, Why are there always so many cabins? I don't know. I, You know, the, the scariest things for... <laughs> Stay I, away from cabins. I love that Joss Whedon made fun of that with Cabin in the Woods. Don't yeah. go to cabins. The, the scariest thing for me is more the... I'm a real big X-Files guy with aliens and stuff. It's just the things we don't understand. And I think one of the ones that really, uh, and along the lines of the fourth kind, was uh, "Fire in the Sky" with DB Sweeney. Oh, that's a great movie. Yeah, yeah. I really like that movie. Oh, yeah, that oh. that one is freaky. And that's yeah. one of those ones that's not like it's not a blo- bloody like boo. It's just like one of these things. Yeah, it's like, just you, creepy. It's just creepy. Like you don't know. The Robert crap. Patrick is in that. Communion yeah. too was. Yeah, yeah communion, communion was, is was really fucking creepy. Up too. Yeah, I like that. One of my favorites of uh, movie wise, still to this day, is The Shining, and it's mm-hmm. not because it's. You watch that movie, it's not necessarily because it's so there's anything that happens that's so scary unto itself. It's a tone it's the thing. Whole thing. It's just mm-hmm. a, that entire movie is a character. Yeah. You know what I mean? That yeah. it, the entire feel of that movie is yeah. it's just a great movie, hands yeah. down. Um, it just is. And in recent memory I still am a huge fan of the descent and we've talked about that before mm-hmm. and I mm-hmm. I really love it. So what do you think about this idea that Universal is rebooting the monster movie franchise? I mean you know, we've got this like Marvel universe and connected. You know, everyone wants to do a connected universe now, and um, in a way, it's not anything new. It's like goes back, you know, maybe to to Universal the first time around because you've had all these characters crossing over into other movies and Abbott and Costello meet the the Wolfman, and <laughs> you know, I mean, it's uh, they're saying, hey, we're gonna we're gonna reboot all our classic monsters and we're gonna have a, a connected universe like everyone else is doing. 
Well, it's starting with Dracula Untold. Well, yeah. We, is that the one that this is, just came out? Yeah, yeah this okay. is the one that's starting it, well, which is the, very interesting. Can we drink to that? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. I'm going to sink my teeth into the drink. Uh, here we go. Italian Chainsaw Massacre Part 2. Bloop. Part 2. Part 2. <laughs> Don't you hate it when your drink doesn't do what it's told to do? Yeah, mine yeah. went sideways. <laughs> my little shot glass went sideways, and so I'm sitting there, I'm drinking, like, yep. cranberry and, and ginger ale or whatever, and then I was like, what the fuck? And then I turned it right, and then I just got a mouthful of amaretto, <laughs> which doesn't doesn't suck, but... So, uh, Dracula, mm-hmm. that was a retrofit, which I this is what I find kind of... I don't. I mean, I don't want to use the word disturbing because it's not as bad as all that. But it doesn't seem like um, that's a really thoughtful and well laid out execution to the beginning of your new movie universe. If you take a movie that was already in production and go, how can we go back and write some scenes in that, you know, in 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 retrospect, allows this to be part of and launching our our horror movie universe does it look appealing to you you guys seen the trailers right it doesn't it doesn't at all i have to admit i'm 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 a bit intrigued by it i love um you know francis ford coppola's uh bram stoker's dracula no i know i know i I like the one with gary oldman yeah i like it and i i mean except i mean keanu reeves almost wrecks that entire movie but i do i love that movie did you drive a bus in it Right up your ass. <laughs> no, um, Gary Oldman is brilliant. Yeah, in it. uh, it's going to be hard for anyone to top that Dracula, in my opinion. <laughs> Someone's got. I'm with on you. I'm with you, Blaine. Sci-fi. <laughs> but this one, I, I will say that there's parts of it that I'm intrigued by. I do like their take on the turning into a bat thing. I like that it becomes he becomes a swarm of bat. I don't know. I'm, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna give that one a shot. Dracula movies especially ever since the Francis Ford Coppola version, are just crap. Yeah. They're absolute crap. So I'm not expecting much, but I, I, I am intrigued by it. But my concern isn't so much the Dracula. It's like how the movie going public has been used to Dracula for a long time. But reigniting uh, Frankenstein, Frankenstein and the werewolf and the mummy and that sort of thing uh, yeah. is, is where they're going to run into some challenges. They've really tried to reinvent all of these characters at one point right. in or time. Another, yeah. yeah. And it hasn't worked. And it hasn't worked. The first mummy wasn't too bad. Yeah, but it wasn't. It was the like old a national. Tre- it was like national treasure. Yeah, Indiana Jones ish. And that's the thing when we, when we first heard about this whole like reigniting the old Universal movie monsters, I kind of thought there might be a um, a low budget old school feel to them. Yeah. And then when I and I was like, oh, I'm excited about that. And then when they said, and the first one is Dracula Untold, like, wait a minute, that's yeah. not that's not what you're. They did the 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 werewolf movie with uh, Benicio, Benicio del, del Toro. Toro. That was supposed to harken back to the original werewolf and movies, and it didn't really work out. They've done uh, Dracula many many times. They've done Frankenstein with the uh, Kenneth Branagh version, the Mary Shelley's Frank Frankenstein. It, it, it which is kind of an awesome movie. Well, it's, I'm not saying it's a bad movie, no. but it definitely is not a start of a franchise. Absolutely is that not. Julia Roberts. No, no, you're thinking of uh, Mary Riley. Mary, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what mishmash of, of monsters I kind of like, but it wasn't a horror scary movie, was Van Helsing. 
Mad- oh, that yeah. was a good one. No, that was one of the worst movies really? ever. Yeah. Ever. I enjoyed it. Oh shit, no, really, yeah. really. <laughs> wow, no, I just yeah. I hit just a nerve. Terrified. Wow. Happy he, Halloween. He just oh, shat yeah. his pants when I mentioned that one. For all the scary stories that were told, this is the one that's frightened. This is the one that got him the most. <laughs> Dolls coming alive and abductions. And oh my uh, God, yeah, that, that movie was, is so bad. It's really bad, Hayden. Really. Oh my God. The only good thing about it. The only good thing about it is his little. His thing where he crosses himself, but the the final cross is where he, sl- he slits his own throat thing. I loved that. Otherwise, that movie is so bad. Huh. How bad is it? It's so bad that your mama... No. <laughs> <laughs> I like your mama. I enjoyed it. Oh! oh. I, and, At least okay. I got some support. Okay, so here's here's where you're really going to kill me, is the, um, the one that just came out with Jeremy Renner. I actually thought that was kind of fun, too. The Witch Hunter, like Hansel and Gretel. I, no, I've heard actually really good things that, about I that. I thought that was a lot of fun. I haven't seen it. My brother hated it. I see Van Helsing as being kind of like that, where it's fun. That's why I'm saying it's not necessarily I don't horror. See it, yeah, it's I don't like see it as a fun. horror movie at all. I w- that one movie wasn't meant to scare you. I was just more commenting on the, the combining of the monsters, because it wasn't he a monster. Slayer in that yeah. movie. And no, he, they brought their properties, and that was a universal play. Yeah, it's like what you're saying. They've yeah. tried this before, yeah. and it keeps not working. That's why I, I wish they would kind of went uh, old school. That's why the first indication that they weren't necessarily taking it seriously enough is that, oh, oh, we've got this in the pipeline already. We can retrofit this yeah. and, like, muscle it in. And it's like, well, yeah, I guess. you know. But if you're really trying to create a, a you know a cogent coherent universe that's probably not the best first step i love that you brought up earlier the whole abbott and costello meets the meets frankenstein because it's like you guys remember like scooby-doo they always had like you know there was batman and robin and then they and then they met frankenstein and they right. met the werewolf and all that shit and that was one thing that i read uh, uh when they were talking about uh reigniting this is like they want to do shit like that they want to be able to have those franchises where they you know so-and-so meets the werewolf and i was like is the movie going public able to comprehend can they even wrap their heads around that could there be a key and peel meet dracula i think there could be it's again because of the maybe the work that marvel has done into doing crossover universes now people are kind of used to seeing people pop up in other people's movies and it's like you know key and peel versus versus frankenstein might is that's a movie I might go see. Fucking actually. Tenacious D, Meet the Wolfman. Yeah, you know that'd be awesome. Oh, that'd be cool. If they were fun enough, yeah, I would. I would be down. I mean, it certainly couldn't be any worse than all those scary movie, disaster movie, epic movie crap that they've been putting out. Yeah, well, hopefully they wouldn't go that route anyway. Like yeah. th- those are just you. Those you look at those and go, why isn't this straight to DVD? Right. Yeah. And yeah. The, but yeah, well, because they made a ton of money. That's why. Yeah. Well, it's because Hayden probably went to see him. No, I, the last uh, spoofs I saw were like Naked Guns. Oh. Oh, yeah. right. I, I just got more respect for you. It won't last. It won't. <laughs> Get, give it about 32 seconds, and then you're done. Do you hold out hope for this? I mean, is it? No. And I wish I did. I want it to be cool. I'm going to go see it. I'll see it when it hits the uh, you know the $2 theater. But uh, no, I don't hold out. Which is Redbox, basically. Yeah, basically. Yeah. I feel like there's got an incredible wealth of material to pull from, and, I, and they could really do this right Again, I feel like it's the same thing that I've been criticizing DC for. It's the idea of like who's in charge of this. Right. Who's the visionary that's pushing this forward? And if you're taking a, a movie that was all already in the pipeline and just shoving some scenes in it, it doesn't feel like you're really giving it your all. Yeah. I just want I want I want some great horror movies to come out. You know, I love horror movies and it's just it seems like 
There are so many bad horror movies. What did you think of Final Destination? The first one? I love the first yeah, one. Yeah, the first one was The first good. one was I great. You know what? The, the thing about the Final Destination movies is ultimately they're all crap, mm-hmm. um, except for the first one. But the first 15 minutes of every one of those movies is fucking amazing. All right, we're going to do some lightning round stuff because we haven't done it in weeks. Woo-hoo! And we're going to go quickly. No, okay. no long thoughts here. Ready? Super lightning. Prometheus Script 2 update. Ridley Scott says no more xenomorphs. Poop. It's an alien movie without aliens. Are I, we ready for this? Poop, Are we excited? Poop part two. All right. <laughs> yep. No, I, I don't like it. Tom Hiddleston to star in Skull Island. I'm cool with that. I like it. <laughs> well, you like Tom Hiddleston. It, does it? Does it? I, he's a great actor, though. Period. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm interested in Skull Island. It's period. good. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's good casting. Yeah, I'm it's excited great casting. About. Yeah. He, he's awesome. He's but solid. My problem with Tom Hiddleston is that he looks best with long hair. That's all. And do you I think disagree. he won't have it? I disagree. I, I think, think he, he looks, looks good no matter what. Dork with short hair. No, sorry, no. Tom. Sorry, nope. Tom. You, were, Tom, you come talk to me. I'm, I'm not going to fuck him. You would fuck him. <laughs> it, this is true. I would. <laughs> A woman has uh, sued the producers of Frozen and Disney, saying that Frozen ripped off her life story in like 18 ways, in 18 different ways. Yeah. Amongst them being, she also has a sister. Yeah, <laughs> and. One of them is blonde and one of them is brunette. The, the Did she talk to a, uh, a talking snowman too? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. The funny thing, <laughs> this happens every fucking day. Why is it news? I, uh, okay. I don't. I, I need to read this article. Yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty batshit. Honestly, if you if you read the the, the things that she's accusing them of, it's like you have no. I, I would. If say it doesn't she, get thrown out immediately, it's it's a travesty. I, I would say she has no chance. But then somebody spills coffee on themselves and sues McDonald's and wins. So. Whoa. Whoa! Have you seen the documentary about that? Yeah, no. you need to watch it. Yeah, because it will change your fuck, perspective man. on that completely. Yeah. Holy shit! I just wow! Holy I just got schooled. <laughs> that poor woman. Holy shit! That really? poor woman. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and, you'll have to tell me more about. Yeah, this. absolutely. What's the documentary name? Hot coffee. Check it out. Oh my Look god! Look up hot coffee. Yeah. Okay. After we'll, after the show, tell me. We'll we'll talk more about it okay. in, 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 a, in a future podcast. <laughs> Oh, wow. It's we should do like, a documentary uh, That's episode. That's actually a great idea. Yeah. Well, write, I'm going to write that down. Yeah, Write it down. Uh, David Fincher's The Girl Who Played With Fire is going to be extremely different than the book, he says. I don't care. And you know why? Um, I'm not a fan of the... Um, Swedish? For, the, the Swedish version of the films. I actually like his his better. The, which the is, second and third ones were pretty weak, to be honest. Which is crazy for me, because I, I end up... I usually... I think we've talked about this before, but I think I... You know, I always end up liking the foreign versions better, but his his so far his is way better than I, I don't like. Well, Fight version. Club the movie was better than Fight Club the book, and I've been told that Gone Girl the movie is better than Gone Girl the book. And well, those are both Fincher, right? Right. Oh. Yes. So why not this one? I, I like the first one. I haven't yeah. read the books. No, I haven't either. read the books. Have you read the books? I I I started the first one and I I couldn't get through it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Twilight is returning as a series of five short films on Facebook. Go. Kill me now. Okay, so that, I, I, oh my <laughs> Blade, god, Blade, Blade actually has a knife. knife. Can you Holy slice? shit! Uh, let me. Wait, uh, let's let's not. The there's blood happening here. <laughs> oh wait, you get it. No, no. You know what? If you're if you're gonna do it, go long ways. Play <laughs> it, play it. Take the bone out first. It looks really what real what you're doing. Okay, yeah. so the, right. so I think I'm actually the one who heard about this and and sent it in. And basically, what it is is. Uh, uh, panel of people judging fan films or something i don't know but they're only going to be aired on facebook right and 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 none of the original actors are going to be involved right they're they're on the panel or two of them are on the panel right 
Kristen Stewart, they were the Catherine yeah. Hardwick. Or By the way, Pod Thing will no Meyer. longer be located on Facebook. We are moving. Out <laughs> <laughs> of Yeah, because yeah, everything's a, a movie and TV studio now. So, uh, at any rate, whatever. So, so okay. All right. <laughs> uh, Expendables. Uh, Expendables. What is it? Three. Three just came out. Yeah, Expendables three. Apparently, there is a gay lovers innuendo in that. Uh, Schwarzenegger. There, there Schwarz, yeah, the Schwarzenegger and Jet Li character apparently are get, they get cozy at a bar in that in that movie. I think you're the only one that saw this. And yes. Stallone uh, ribs them, go get a room, and the two seize the moment, and then they nuzzle each other a little bit, laughing it off. Apparently, that is a gay lover innuendo that those two characters are getting. That is such a reach around. <laughs> Seriously, that is. I mean, I, I they're really. I don't think, made it funny. <laughs> I don't think anything more needs to be said. <laughs> Speaking of Stallone, he's in now in training for Rambo Five. Go! Holy shit, that's awesome. No, it's not. I, he's gonna die in the train. He's just gonna collapse dead one day from all the drugs he's taking. Yeah, is he gonna have machine guns in his walker? That's what it, I want to know. It's just, a, <laughs> it's just another one of those where I go, why? Yeah, mm-hmm. and but the sad part about it is, First Blood is such a great movie, yes. such a great movie. Absolutely, yeah, should have been left alone. Uh, yeah. Taken Three has a new title, <laughs> which is really awful. What is it's, it? Uh, Taken, and the E is a three. Oh, much like Seven or Flip It. Yeah, Step Up to Dust Streets, or um, <laughs> so it's it's hip for the younger kids. And, and yeah, and. Apparently, no one gets taken. What? I'm going to let that sit in for a second. Except for our sanity? Is it, a, is, it a, is it a day of him sitting, watching TV, going, I'm so glad I don't have to go out and kill anybody? <laughs> he's, just, he's just talking on the phone, like he's hoping like, somebody will Dude, my life somebody. rules right now. Yeah. Apparently, that was a stipulation on the part of Liam Neeson before he took the role in Taken 3 is that no one would be taken. So it's ironic. That's not irony. <laughs> Stupidity. I... <laughs> what is it? You, you told me you, you've said this it's a before. Coincidence. That would be a coincidence. Oh. Yeah. Or <laughs> weird non-symmetry, maybe. Actually, it's not even any of those things. No. It's just fucking stupid. Yeah, is what it is. Uh, all right, let's move on from that. Uh, one more thing, and then let's wrap it up. Uh, Looney Tunes is set to return in a new Acme movie starring Steve Carell. You know what pisses me off about shit like this is that every time a movie like this comes out, it means that someone has not greenlit the Roger Rabbit sequel. Like, that's how Space Jam happened. They couldn't greenlight Roger Rabbit 2, and they're like, well, let's do something like it, and they came up with Space Jam. And now this is probably, shit, we still can't get clearances for Roger Rabbit 2. Let's do this piece of crap. And you know what? I like Steve Carell. I worry that he's going to get... He's going to keep. I do too, but I think he. I feel like he's doing the same crap all the time. Like he's kind of phoning it in. He's kind of like Phil Hartman in that he's brilliant and they don't know what to do with him. He's not dead, though. But but when Phil Hartman (laughs) was alive, they know what to do with him now. Yeah. (laughs) God. But that's how we got like house guest. You know what I mean? (laughs) All right. All right. Let's not go there. It's a horror show, but wow. you know. The line was just drawn. And we are out of over. time, folks. Again, uh, my name is John Mulhall. I write supernatural thrillers. <laughs> you should read it for Halloween. Yeah, read my book for Halloween. Uh, or you can go to facebook.com forward slash author John Mulhall. Find more information about uh, the Kickstarter going on right now for Dark and Broken Things. 
or find me at uh, johnmohol.com. And my name is Tracy, also known as Hot Nerd Girl. Facebook.com slash Hot Nerd Girl. Or at Twitter at Hot underscore Nerd underscore Girl. And uh, this is Hayden. And if you want to read something really scary, go to geekoutlaw.com and geekoutlaw uh, at facebook.com uh, and at geekoutlaw Twitter. Hey, I'm Blaine, and you can find me on Facebook and Twitter. And you guys are a lot louder than I was. <laughs> Facebook and Twitter, I Blaine, and idiotstare.com because I do bands. Oh my god, a spider! Hey, that's not cool. That's and not you cool. can find us all at geeksatpodthingy.com or uh, facebook.com forward slash podthingy. If you uh, are listening to podthingy and you like what we're doing, please tell a friend and have them tell a friend and have them tell a friend because we need more listeners and you can help us out be part of the be part of the solution don't be part of the problem we love you all we'll see you next time have a great halloween one more shot here we go this has been an episode of pod thingy join us next time for more geekery and nerdism 